Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Curry splits traffic down the lane, spins on Horford, throws it up wild, no good. And the loose ball deflected to Paul with three on the shot clock. Over to Curry, catch and shoot three. Got it from the right sideline. 10.6 to go. Warriors lead 131-26. How did he do that? He is a relocation sensation. And he put the night-night symbol with 10.6 to go. Curry hits two, 3.4 to go. Holiday at midcourt, fires a three at the buzzer. It misses, and the Golden State Warriors have won their third game in a row. And they beat the team with the league's best record in overtime, 132 to 126. Stephen Curry, 33 points. And played a good chunk of this game with five fouls. Oh, baby! How'd you sleep after that one? How'd you sleep, folks, as we say good morning to everybody out there getting off their graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening, please drive safely on those roadways. It's tough not to after a win like that. You heard the teardrop from Tim Roy right here on 95.7 game. Stephen Curry playing the entire fourth quarter with five fouls. And, of course, the overtime. Klay Thompson did his thing. But we're going to talk a lot about these youngsters that are growing and growing and growing by the game. You can't say enough about Trace Jackson Davis last night. You can't say enough about Jonathan. Kaminga. He can't say enough about the heart of this team as they're starting to come around here. And we'll fix the YouTube here. Let's get the YouTube fixed because a lot of people are not able to listen. Unfortunately, they miss that old baby. But boy, what a game last night. 888-957-9570. We'll get YouTube up and running. Good morning to everybody on YouTube and Twitch. Powered by nobody right now. Comcast Business Text Line. Shout out to you guys as well. It is a Warriors Wednesday, a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. Look, Roasters, it's simple today. It's simple. It's you, it's me, it's Sam Lubman. Unfortunately, Spadoni's out sick. We want him to get well. Shash is going to be taking some time off. You heard from him yesterday. He's good. We got the YouTube sound up. There we go. So it's going to be me, you, Lutman and nothing but the Roasters here at 888-957-9570. And we have a lot to discuss about this Golden State Warriors team who have quietly, 
who have quietly won three in a row, who have quietly won six in a row at Chase Center, who quietly last night were getting blown out the gym in the second quarter. You get a 15-2 run yesterday spurred by Jonathan Kaminga. And then in the fourth quarter, going in there down 11. You're down 17 late in the third quarter. They're just looking like, oh, boy, Boston's legit. Boston's going to run them off the floor. And Chris Paul hits a couple buckets at the end of the third quarter. Then you get into the fourth. You get a Corey Joseph shot. I know everybody's saying, no, 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 no. He spins back into the defense, hits one off the backboard. And then Clay. And then Steph. And then TJD. He's no longer Baby T. I know Clay Thompson said last night that he's Trace Jr. You know what? He's just TJD, the son of Dale Davis. This guy is a baller. All right. He's going to play a lot coming down the stretch here, going into the new year. He's coming off the game against Portland, 14 points, 8 rebounds, a career high in points, career high in assists, and he helped stabilize that game. And think about how he got his opportunity in that Portland game. Shard's gotten in foul trouble. So Curry had to get somebody off the bench. Looney doesn't have it right now. He's struggling. We'll get into that. But he stabilizes the game against Portland, has a monster second half. And then when they needed him last night against the Boston Celtics, against a veteran like Al Horford, he's rolling to the basket. He's rebounding. He's blocking shots. Those block shots on Jalen Brown. Oh, it had me out of my seat. What about you guys at 888-957-9570? So we get to podium game. How about Jonathan Kaminga? Because we're going to talk a lot about the Splash Brothers and everybody on this roster. But Jonathan Kaminga, think about where he was at a couple weeks ago. He was out of the rotation against the Portland Trailblazers. And you think to yourself, how the hell was he out of the rotation? How? Well, he plays the last 17 minutes of that basketball game. The Warriors come back and win. And he hasn't looked back since. J.K. has seven straight games where he scored in double figures. And you think about the lockdown defense on Jason Tatum at the end of regulation. You think about the finishing at the basket. And I look at J.K.'s stat line here. One turnover, and he he did not commit a personal foul last night. And this is despite defending Jason Tatum, defending Jalen Brown, defending all those great Celtic players. J.K. did not commit a foul. And he was 8-13 last night. Efficient. He scores a 17. He grabs seven rebounds. He plays lockdown defense to the point where Steph Curry said, hey, get over here, young fella. That's what you do. That's what you do. So if you're not fired up about this team right now, because all we wanted to see was the young guns. Can the young guns play with the vets? Can the young guns play with the vets? So we were asking ourselves, well, Draymond Green's out indefinitely. We don't know when he's coming back. Andrew Wiggins is up and down right now. So you got to lean on the youngsters. And you know what? The youngsters are coming through. The youngsters are coming through. And you know what? It's a great thing to see at Chase Center. This fan base is getting behind them. Stephen Curry's getting behind them. And then you got Klay Thompson, who entered the game in the last three on an absolute heater, averaging over 27 points a game, 55% from the three-point line. So Klay Thompson now has found his shot. You look at his last 14 games, nine of those games he scored at least 20. And I know he missed some big shots in overtime or whatnot, but I thought it was a very good game by Klay Thompson. And the ball is popping around. 29 assists. The turnovers. Look, nobody talked about this last night. We talked a little bit on a postgame show last night when Monty Poole and Fess is Azili Lubbin. But last night, in the second half, they've had a turnover problem all season long. All season long, they've had a turnover problem and a fouling problem. But you look at the first half, eight turnovers, 10 points. They gave up off those turnovers. Well, you know what? <laughs> in the second half, they commit a measly two turnovers and only give up two points off turnovers. So they cleaned up their act at the half. They took care of the basketball. Despite being down 17, it was able to get them extra possessions, extra shots. And then that's when Stephen Curry came through 
with the rainbow. That ball was in the air for about 55, 60 seconds. And he goes night-night on the Boston Celtics. And this is after Jalen Brown when <laughs> when Jalen Brown drew the fifth foul on Steph Curry midway through the third quarter. He did the whole too small thing. Hey, he's too small. He's too small. Well, you better be careful when you're playing to Steph Curry because it came back to bite him in the butt. And he went night-night. So what a win for the Golden State Warriors against the best team in the NBA, the best team in the Eastern Conference, who came in the Chase Center winning five in a row. You got to feel good right now if you're a Dubs fan. Now, I don't know where this thing is going to go. I'm not saying they're going down to the NBA Finals. I'm not saying they're getting to the Western Conference Finals. This is a game-by-game process right now for the Golden State Warriors. But you're starting to see the growth. You're starting to see the growth of Kaminga. You're starting to see the growth of Moses Moody. You're seeing the growth of Brandon Pajewski. You're seeing the growth of Trace Jackson Davis. And that is going to pay big-time dividends once we get to February, once we get to March, once we get around to the playoffs in April. And these guys are going to be ready to roll. And I'm feeling good right now about the, about the Dubs as they go into Washington and get two days off. Then they have a back-to-back against the Wizards and the Blazers. And think about where we were last week, Roasters. Think about where we were last week. They just got smoked by the Clippers. They were 10 and 14, four games under 500. We knew there was going to be no Draymond Green. How are they going to do this? How are they going to get back on track? Well, they beat the Brooklyn Nets Saturday, right? They nearly blow an 18-point lead, but they play one of the hottest offenses in the NBA, and they hold on. Then they go to Portland on the back-to-back, a team that was desperate for a win, that had lost six in a row. And they nearly blow a 22-point lead in that game. But they were on the seven-game losing streak on the road. And you know what? They come back, they hold on, they go ahead and seal the deal despite Stephen Curry scoring seven points and not hitting a three-pointer for the first time in 268 games. And then you got to come back home and you play the Celtics. And everybody's thinking, oh, boy, the Celtics, the Celtics, the Celtics. It's going to be really tough. With Tatum and Brown playing so well, Drew Holiday. But you know what? You find a way. And the Warriors found a way yesterday. And they leaned on the youngsters. And that was the beautiful thing about last night. You leaned on TJD and Kaminga. So 888-957-9570. The Dubs come back to win their third in a row. They're one game under 500. And we're going to talk all about it. Boy, I can't wait. Oh, what a game last night. I couldn't sleep last night, Roasters. I really couldn't. I'm thinking, how am I going to watch this game back? I can't get enough of it. So I watched the fourth quarterback when I got home. I watched the overtime back when I got home. And that was a mistake because I stayed up for another 30 minutes. And then I find out Spadoni's sick. And I'm saying, well, it's just going to be me and Lovett. Love me, get in here. What a game last night for the Golden State Warriors. They're gelling. And I think the most exciting part, the most exciting part of this is that we're seeing the youngsters infuse some energy, some life into the veterans. And you can see it from Stephen Curry. You can see it from Klay Thompson. That's all we wanted to see this season. We want to see some of the youngsters. And we're starting to see them, and they're starting to play better. No, Bonte, I think you said it best uh, to start the show. I mean, this is... That this was this the win of the year so far. Hopefully, we'll get some better ones down the line. But this is one of those games that it we're seeing the Warriors already on small streak here. This is the yep. kind of win that can spur an even bigger run here. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they were a game or two below 500 now. A couple more games, we'll be above 500 going into this Christmas Day showdown with the Nuggets. This is one of those wins where you're just like, oh yeah, it's all starting to come together. You're starting to see. You're starting to see the vision. You saw last night a vintage uh, Clay and Steph two-prong attack, especially in that fourth quarter. How many times have we buried Clay yep. Thompson on this show? I know. Far too Whoa. often for your liking, I know that. Yeah. And last night, we saw the Splash Brothers out and Fuego last night. But no, it. I think the storyline is 
it's the young guys, and also it's just so much what the young guys are doing this week versus what they were doing last week. Yep. I mean, it's like you said it just a minute ago. Think where we were last week. Yeah. We talk about Draymond Green being suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Like, once, how often are we hearing about guys being suspended indefinitely mm-hmm. like that? We did an entire show last week. I think it was Thursday. What's your one word for Draymond Green? Mm. And credit the Roasters. They came in with a, yeah. a source worth, a thesaurus's <laughs> hey. worth of words just despondent, morose, yep. toxic. You think Jalen Hurts needed a uh, dictionary? You think he needed it? We needed one last week describing Draymond Green with one word. The Roasters were our dictionary last yep, week. And sure it was were. Just, it felt like the Warriors were at ultimate down bad last week. And then, yeah, they get the win against Brooklyn. It's like, all right, you know, whatever. Maybe Brooklyn's not that great. Warriors mm-hmm. are at home. They pull it out. Portland, another not great team. So it's two wins where it's like, great, you won, but I mean, like, you, you should, I guess, in theory, win those games. But then the big bad Celtics come to town last right. night, and the Celtics, their team, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason yep. Tatum, when they see that war uniform, you know they got a little yep. extra something saved no from them because, again, that uniform, they took a ring off their finger, they think. So you know they're trying to bring it in front of the chase no down crowd. And for a second in that game last night, especially in that third quarter, they turned what was like a three-point uh, lead at halftime to a 17-point lead halfway yep. through the third quarter. It's like... Here we go again. Third quarter dubs. Mm-hmm. You know, it used mm-hmm. to be our quarter. Now it's literally the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. But then they flip the script, and yeah, it's all about those young guys. It's all, all about, about those Trace young guys. Jackson Davis seeing just see, having a, a level of court vision you haven't seen from a Warriors yeah. big man in so long. And then Jonathan Kaminga is this guy in his third year in the league or is in his seventh year in the league? Well, he's like, coming he's, around here, Loveman. He's coming around here. He's playing some defense. He's learning on the fly. To think that he was out of the rotation a couple weeks ago. He was out of the rotation, folks. And Steve Kerr's looking for an answer. Guy's getting foul trouble. Wiggins is lost. And he comes in and saves the day against Portland. And he hasn't looked back. He has not looked back. Seven of the last eight, he scored in double figures. Let's get to Nick in San Jose. Oh, I love when Nick in San Jose is the first caller because he sets the tone. What up, Nick? How about them dubs? Hey, brother, I want to tell you right now, you... Chris Mullen, Festus are the leanest, best-looking guys on TV, man. <laughs> Throwing a little Monty, too. Last night, I could tell Monty was fired up. So I'm thankful for you. And Ludman, you did a great job right now, Ludman. Keep that up. So look, here I am with my 8-year-old boy now. We're down 17 points, and he says, Pie, is this the end of the dynasty? I said, we'll find out in 10 minutes. 30 minutes later, we come back and win. My son and I, it's raining outside. We go in my backyard and play in basketball and yelling in the residential street in Almaden Valley, Warriors! <laughs> it was beautiful, brother. Now, here's the thing. The word is growth. If you look at Kaminga's yep. eyes on the bench with Kerr during the timeout in overtime, he was locked in. Mm-hmm. And the way he defended Tatum at the mm-hmm. end of the game, I am so proud of them, man. Yep. I am so proud of them. And Davis, you're right. We're getting spacing. We need a big guy that's athletic. I love Looney, but his body is beat up right now. Yep. We have a chance now to be 15 and 14 and enjoy the gift of Christmas going to the Mile High City in 5280. I love you guys. We did it. It was beautiful. And you know what? I fear no one. If we play like this, I fear no one, Bonte. I fear no one. The mojo's back, and Draymond <laughs> will be humbled, I hope, by this. And you know what? We play like this, we can beat anyone, brother. I'm thankful for you guys. Yes! What do you think, Bonte? Talk to me. Do we have a chance? We got a chance, Nick. We got a chance. Whenever you have a Stephen Curry, you've got a shot. When you have Steph, who's a top 10 player of all time, and we got a call from Shaquille O'Neal, who thinks that he's even better than that. We'll play that a little bit later. But Nick and San Jose, you're right. They do have a chance. Look, they've been part of 23 clutch games this season. So it's not like they've been getting blown out. They've been in games. 
They've blown double-digit leads on the road. We've seen that against the Clippers, all right? We've seen that against Sacramento. These guys are in the game. Now, they turn the ball over 10 times, the fifth time this season with 10 or fewer turnovers. That's a big thing. The fouls, not fouling in the second half, not fouling at all. The Warriors, they average 22 fouls a game. They're one of the worst teams when it comes to reaching and hacking. Last night, they commit just 15. And that's what Stephen Curry with five fouls. And obviously, he was set on foul trouble in that second half. And the way he was playing defense, the double teams coming in, helping out Stephen Curry. Come on now. Come on now. Maybe they are coming around. Maybe they are coming around. But seeing Trace Jackson Davis, and I was thinking last night while watching him, he's everything we wanted to James Wiseman. Screening and rolling and putting pressure on the rim. Now, Wiseman's just a different player, and you cannot excuse the experience in college. Brock Purdy, we talk about it all the time, four-year starter, four-year starter, four-year starter. Well, Trace Jackson Davis was a four-year starter in Indiana, and he played under Mike Woodson. So having that experience where James Wiseman played three college games and basically had a high school career, that's it. Wiseman pick and pop, wasn't a great screener, and then, of course, he gets hurt. Trace Jackson Davis understands his role. I'm going to screen, and I'm going to roll. I'm going to put pressure on the rim. But what surprised me last night was his defense and the way he gets up off the ground. He's skying high for rebounds. The last two nights, the last two games, I'm like, wow, look at this guy get up off the ground and snatch rebounds. Look at him block shots. Jalen Brown, had he comes down the lane, and the lane parts like the Red Sea in overtime. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, this is going to be nasty. And TJD talked about it. We'll play this out in just a second. And he blocks that shot. And I, I was in the studio with Festus at the time. And I'll give you guys some behind-the-scenes look here in the studio. We're getting ready for overtime. We're getting ready for the post-game show. And TJG blocks that shot. And Fessy goes, what happened? He couldn't really tell. And I'm like, he just blocked it. And I got out of my seat and I went nuts. Because I haven't seen a block shot like that in a Warrior uniform in a very long time. So for him to stuff that at the rim and send Jalen Brown out of all players back home with that block shot, that was huge. Here's TJD on the block shot. Oh, need that potted up. Can't hear it. Let me know when you get uh, everything potted up, Lemon. Relax there. But here we go. Uh, go ahead, play it, uh, Lemon. Um, I blocked a lot of shots. Um, it felt good, especially he had it in his left hand. So um, I thought I had a chance. I thought I timed it right. And then at the end of the day, just instinct, go get the ball. So um, I did feel it, actually. Um, it did bend back a little bit. Um, but I'm just glad I got a piece because that would have been on Sports Center. So would have been on Sports Center. But you were still on Sports Center for the block shot. And Stephen Curry spoke about the youngsters. Stepping up for them. What a win last night, Roasters. I'm fired up. Are you fired up? In the rain, at Chase Center. And boy, they needed this one. Rallying from a 17-point deficit in that third quarter. And quietly had a good game for Chris Paul. Nine points, 12 assists, seven rebounds. And he couldn't buy a bucket in the first three quarters. But he hit two key shots. Two key shots that go into the fourth quarter. I think those are huge. It's going to get overlooked. But overall, the Warriors are humming right now, winning three straight, six in a row at Chase Center. And guess what, folks? Nine of the next ten are at home. So this is a great opportunity to stack some wins, to stack some wins, build some confidence, and then when Draymond gets back, we'll see where we're at. But I think Steve Kerr is going to have a tough time with this rotation here because you got to play Kaminga. you got to play TJD. You have to play Moses Moody. And now you got Clay and Steph rolling. What a win, Roasters. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. I see the lines lit up. We're going to get to everybody. It's your show. It's you. It's me. It's Lubman. It's Matt Nahegan. I'm Solo Dulles. Spadoni's out sick. Shasky's chilling. 
but it's me and you, Roasters. So pick us up today, 888-957-9570. What a win last night for the Dubs. They beat the Celtics 132-126 to in overtime. They rallied from a 17-point deficit. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, what a win. And all your calls are coming up. Sponsored by Consumer Cellular Freedom Calls. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brown lets it roll, picks it up, court. Puts on the brakes, backs up three-point line, pressured by Thompson. Dribbles down the lane, nobody home. Jackson oh. Davis blocked it, knocked it away at the rim. Thompson pulls it down. Jackson Davis with the reject. What a block. Now, back to the morning roast with Bonte and Shasky. Trace Jackson Davis's first career double-double. 10 points off the bench in 28 minutes and 34 seconds. 13 rebounds. Three block shots, including that send back of Jalen Brown when he tried to go to the rack on him. Two block shots on Jalen Brown, and I don't think he'll try him when the Warriors take on the Celtics out in Boston when that happens. What a game for TJD. Jonathan Kaminga, the Warriors rallied from a 17-point deficit, and I can't wait to talk about all the roasters here. It's just you and I, Lovman, today, 888-957-9570. Anthony Slater's going to come up at 8 o'clock. He'll discuss this game. He was there at Chase Center. It was rocking last night. Rocking. Definitely the loudest it's been since the playoffs, and you got to love what you're seeing right now during this three-game winning streak. Let's go to Yvonne in Oakland. Yvonne in Oakland. What is happening? You're on the morning roast here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Uh, I'm actually not surprised at this. When you have a team with a championship DNA like they have, there's a reason why you sit the rookies. It's so they can learn. If you're not performing at a certain level, when you step out there, you're going to come to that. It's just that simple. Mm. So until they get hungry and, and perform, so now they're hungry. Here's our opportunity. They've been sitting two or three years. Moody is probably the absolute best example of that. Okay, two or three years, sitting down, now they're ready. And so now it's, now it's time for Kerr to play. People thought that Kerr was just, okay, he doesn't know what he's doing, he drafted well. No, there's a certain level, a certain standard that has been set. They don't care about the record. Just get to the postseason and we'll finish it there. The Lakers, Kobe used to win like that. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of games where Kobe, they didn't have a good record. He said, just get to the postseason. You can have home court. One win, we'll take it back. I hear you, Yvonne. I hear you on that one. But we don't know about the youngsters yet at that level. And that's why these games right now, when you're four games under 500, and you're forced to play these guys, and you're forced to play J.K. and Moody and Pajimski. By the way, Pajimski, he left the game late in the second quarter with a strained back. 
He tweeted last night after the game, I'm fine. I'll see you guys Friday. Thanks to my brothers for picking me up. He was in the tunnel. He was on the bench at the end of the game, hugging everybody afterwards. So I think Pods is fine. No, Nothing serious there. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. If there was something serious, I don't think he would have been back on the Warriors bench. So uh, hopefully Pods gets right, and hopefully he's back for Jordan Poole and the Washington Wizards Friday night at Chase Center. But the championship DNA of the Splash Brothers helped lifting these youngsters. But the youngsters last night helped lift the Splash Brothers. I mean, think about that. You're down 17 points. Steph Curry's on the bench with five fouls. He is struggling. And you're thinking, boy, you got to lean on Corey Joseph. You have to lean on Chris Paul, who can't buy a bucket. And somehow, some way, you inch closer by the end of the third quarter. You're down 11 going into fourth quarter. And I thought those two shots by Chris Paul in the final minutes, in the final minute of the third quarter, were big. Nobody's going to discuss it. Everybody's going to overlook it. But those were huge just to say, you know what? We have a puncher chance going into the final frame. You're down 103-92, and Boston's starting to hit shots. But then Steph Curry started. And for some reason, Boston kept – they were living with Horford getting switched on to Stephen Curry. I, I don't get it. Joe Mazzulla, the coach of the Celtics, what are you doing? You got to double Steph and get the ball out of his hands. What are you doing leaving Horf, Horford on the island to get Stephen Curry? Well, Steph Curry took advantage of it in the fourth quarter. And then Klay Thompson hit two big threes in the fourth quarter. And you could just feel it with the crowd. The crowd started energizing uh, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. The youngsters started energizing the Splash Brothers. And they just started inching closer. And closer and closer down 114 107. Clay hits a big three. They double Steph. Steph hits a great hits Clay Thompson on the wing there. Splash wide open. He's going to hit it. And Clay Thompson has been hitting it over the last three games, last four games, last 13 games, if you want to go back to that data. So Clay's back. But the energy of these youngsters helped lifting, doing the little things to hustle play, even on the night night shot. The night night shot. Trey Jackson Davis tries to go in for the offensive rebound, tips it. Chris Paul picks it up. Chris Paul finds Stephen Curry. I don't know how he finds Stephen Curry. And then the rainbow shot that was in the ball for a minute to go night-night. Those youngsters hustling. The 50-50 balls. The tip-ins. The offensive rebounds. They helped lift the Splash Brothers. They helped lift the veterans. So what a win last night for the Golden State Warriors there. And this game could have got away in so many different times, especially with Steph Curry picking up five fouls. But that, that was big yesterday. So championship DNA, these youngsters don't really know about the championships yet. Yeah, no, I agree, especially with the, the with the championship DNA. You definitely saw that playing through with Stephen Clay last night. But I feel like now you're starting to see it. It's it's starting to rub off on some of these younger guys, especially J.K., especially Moody. It's rubbing off a lot faster mm-hmm. on T.J.D. I mean, we obviously you know, Moody coming they're part of that championship team in their rookie year, but obviously it's not going to set right away. But it almost feels like now you're starting to see where the the, the veteran presence. Yep. It's starting to have that positive impact mm-hmm. on the young guys that we really didn't see happening last year, especially with the addition of Chris Paul too, and how he gets these young no guys doubt. involved. Like you know, we talk about the championship DNA. Chris Paul, he's bringing his own DNA and, and installing it well, into these younger guys, and you're seeing it a lot with, well, with how they're playing. Well, he had 12 assists, no turnovers, and that's why you bring Chris Paul to the Golden State Warriors. Now, I, I want him to pick up the pace a little bit. He's got to get that shot rolling. He was short on a lot of shots early, but he hit some big ones there. As I mentioned, the big two shots going into the fourth quarter. He ends up with a great stat line, 9.7 rebounds, 12 assists, no turnovers. That's all you want from CP3. Now, 6-5-0, Comcast Business X line. Bonte, did you hear the value of the crowd? you got to give some credit. Give us some credit here. The crowd deserves credit. The youngsters picked up the crowd. The crowd fed off of that. Then Stephen Curry fed off of that. And Chase Center was rocking. So, look, you got a chance to really establish home court advantage once again out here on the West Coast. Nine of your next ten at Chase Center. Let's go back out to the line. So, I got to get to – let's go to JCW in San Jose. JCW, San Jose. What's happening, my man? Hey, good morning, guys. 
Uh, listen, man, trace is the truth. Listen, the whole youth movement is giving Warriors great energy. Uh, when Trace got that block on Jalen Brown and sent him back home in OT, he slid over from the opposite side, and I couldn't believe that he still got that block. I thought he was about to get yammed on. Yes, same lie. here. Same uh, here. I can't believe he came up with that, that ball, JCW. That was so sick. And then also when Kaminga clamped up uh, Tatum at the end of regulation, Curry was so hyped. And you can tell that now that the youth are starting to get uh, how to start playing on the floor and how to start – making right plays for the team, Warriors are starting to get energy from that. They definitely are. They definitely are. Great call there, JCW. They are getting energy. Back-to-back wins, or excuse me, three straight wins. And they've, they've, been, they've had an impact in every single one of these wins. They're getting more confident, too. What was it? Uh, J.K., he had that dunk. I think it was right after the first uh, TJD block. He gets that dunk on in the end. Start, yeah, no, in the uh, oh, second, quarter. second quarter. Second yeah, the, quarter. For the first block, you know, he had t- basically the same block on both ends of the floor in that game. But no, it was the ad that, so J.K., he goes in, he gets that dunk right afterwards. You start seeing him firing up the crowd. You don't see him firing up the crowd. And that's where I really started to realize, like, he's starting to, like, that's the next step in his confidence yep. right there when he's starting to get the crowd in the game because the Warriors fans, I mean, they love those J.K. Hammer dunks. No, they do, and he had the first steal in overtime and the first basket in overtime with a breakaway dunk playing lockdown defense on Jason Tatum. You can't say enough about his individual defense. Look, at this young man is in his third year, and he's on an island with one of the best ballers in the league, one of the best ballers in the world, Jason Tatum. One-on-one, it's a 121-121 game. Game's on the line, and he's on the island with Jason Tatum. And he doesn't take the bait. He doesn't foul. He stays in front of him. He forces him into a tough shot, and then boom, overtime. What I loved about that, Seth Curry's yelling at him, get over here. That's what you do. That's what you do. And so to see the growth of him, and just think, I'm, I'm kind of I'm befuddled right now with J.K. because to think that he was out of the rotation just two weeks ago. Well, you know what, folks? He won't be out of the rotation any longer. Uh-uh. And I thought the key, you talk about that second quarter dunk there. Quietly after the overtime in the fourth quarter and we're celebrating the win, everybody's forgetting about that second quarter. Because Boston came out like gangbusters. They dropped a 40-burger on the dubs in the first quarter. A 40-burger. They weren't missing anything with Dan Sharich. And you can't, look, Sharich is not going to get a lot of credit for last night, but he scored those big 11 points in the first half. And they got on that 15-2 run to get back into this basketball game. Boston was starting to roll in that second quarter. They really were. They were up 52-41. to Tatum had just made a three, a deep three, and you're thinking, oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're not getting much from Wiggins. This is the game maybe you miss Draymond Green. But 8.23 left in that second quarter, down 11. The Warriors, next thing you know, they go on a 15-2 run, and they're back into the basketball game. And we're going to the half, down three, and you're thinking, okay, all right. Let's see what happens in the second half. And then we saw what happened in the second half in overtime there. So that run in the second quarter, which was spurred by Shards, which was spurred by Clay Thompson threes, which was spurred by Kaminga's energy, that was a very underrated aspect of this basketball game last night to get back into the game and, uh, and play the Celtics nip and tuck there down the stretch. Uh, let's go to... My main man, Adam in the city. Adam in the city. I know you're feeling good after last night. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're at six twenty in the morning. I got to give you credit, man. You got you had the Warriors game last night. It was out late. Now you're back in here holding down the fort. I'm just like, all right, Bonta, let's go. Uh, I just had to call in today again because I, I called in yesterday talking about TJD. And what do you know? That that so yesterday he he plays amazing. Like you saw. The difference, as soon as, you know, we ended the half with him, we're down three points. Then we start the half with Wiggins and Looney. We go down again. TJD comes back. I know you're not a big plus-minus guy, but 
after that game, the way I saw him play, I'm like, God, I wonder what Trace Jackson Davis plus minus was. And it was plus 25, which <laughs> yes. was the best on the team. Yep. I, plus minus is the, or, or whatever, but it's like you can just see with your yeah. eyes what he brings to this team. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's the athletic big that we need. And I think if you could put – you know, a Sarge at the four when you need to or whoever you want. We we have the proper spacing. And, like, I was I was tweeting after the second half all last night. I'm like, I, I said this maybe six times. I'm like, TJD needs to get 25 to 30 minutes tonight. He got 29. I think we have our big. And now it's just a matter of Kerr playing him more. And I hope he, he makes that decision. And then you can keep Looney fresh. Yeah, no doubt. That's a good call. No, he's got to play. He's got to play TJD. And he said it last night. He's going to get more minutes because Looney right now is struggling. Now, Looney is grabbing rebounds, but offensively, I think, when you're on a basketball team like this, there's too many times I see Looney, and I think he has a good offensive game. I think he could hit the mid-range jumper if he was, you know, whether or not he has a green light, I have no idea. But he could hit that mid-range jumper. I just don't like it when they grab the ball and they're not facing the basket. You gotta face the basket. You have to be in the triple threat position. And that's one thing that Pajinski and Kaminga have brought to this lineup here. They're looking at the rim. And that's why I think the days of seeing Draymond and Looney together, they may be gone. Because you can't have two guys not looking at the basket in today's game. You just can't. So we'll get to Looney. He's struggling a little bit, but good for TJD to pick them up. We're gonna talk all about it. Junior, Duke, Garbage Man, Jonathan, the rest of you. Everybody's getting out here. 888-957-9570. Who is your player of the game? What excited you most about a win last night against the best team in the NBA, the Boston Celtics? Warriors rallied from 17, 17 points down in the third quarter. I got a couple aspects, a couple little nuggy nugs for everybody out there about my player of the game and what flipped this basketball game. What a win for the Go to State Warriors. We're going to continue to talk about it here on The Roast. Lutman, Bonta here on 95.7 The Game, and that's what's coming up. Sponsored by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Curry splits traffic, down the lane, spins on Horford, throws it up wild, no good. And the loose ball deflected to Paul with three on the shot clock. Over to Curry, catch and shoot three. Got it from the right sideline. 10.6 to go. Warriors lead 131-26. How did he do a relocation sensation and he put the night night symbol with 10.6 to go now back to the morning roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky take it away Bonte all right Steph all right Tim Roy right here on 95 7 the game what a call by the voice of the Golden State Warriors Stephen Curry 20 of his 33 in the second half remember folks he played the entire fourth quarter with five fouls the entire fourth quarter with five fouls. What about the charge he took on Jalen Brown there midway through the fourth quarter? And you could tell how engaged he was. Six threes for Stephen Curry. And who says he's not clutch? Can we kill that narrative once and for all? This whole thing that he's not clutch. I mean, you think four titles would kind of help dispel that notion too. But... You would think a game winner gets OKC with point two would dispel that notion. You would think last night's rainbow shot over Derek White, who, by the way, gave me flashbacks to game one of the 2022 NBA Finals. Remember, Derek White was lighting it up in that game, and Boston stole it with a 40-point fourth quarter in that game one in the NBA Finals. Well, Derek White was on fire yesterday, and he had the ultimate green light without Christos Porzingis playing in that basketball game. Derek White going 11-24, but 7-18, and he cooled down at overtime. But Steph Curry saving his best for last, 11-21. So he's shooting over 50% from the floor, uh, 47 on the season. 
He goes 6 of 11 from the three-point line. He drops to 33. He has the six dimes. And again, he was sat on in foul trouble all game long. All game long. That might be low-key one of the most impressive feats of the night last night. Because when he got that fifth foul in the third quarter, you're thinking like, yep. great, like the, the margin of error is so much slimmer so for him thin. now. And then when you go to overtime, it always seems like anytime you go to overtime and you got five fouls, it's like it's only a matter of time before. Right. Granted, usually I'm thinking that about Draymond Green. We can get to him later. But low-key, like for Steph to go the last 17 minutes plus overtime without fouling. Without fouling once. Like, without fouling once. Without, and you saw, you without saw the Brown was going at him, right. too. And Boston was trying to post him up, and the Warriors were sending doubles. And the communication, that was so impressive. The communication between Kaminga and Trace Jackson Davis and Chris Paul and Klay Thompson and, of, of course, Stephen Curry. The way they closed down the stretch. Now, again, Andrew Wiggins didn't close, and we'll get to him and his struggles. Because something's got to happen. Dunleavy said last week, these next 10 to 15 games are going to determine what this roster looks like. Is Wiggins going to ride with us or not? Is Wiggins going to show up with us or not? He was aggressive last night, but he couldn't buy a basket. He could not, and the defense is just not there. 2 of 11 last night for Andrew Wiggins. He did grab seven rebounds, so I respect that. But we need more than six points from Andrew Wiggins. Right now, Kaminga's just a better player. Kaminga's just a better athlete. Kaminga's a better two-way player. So it is what it is. It is what it is. But Stephen Curry last night closing the show with that night-night shot. And Shaquille O'Neal last night, as I was on Warriors Post Game Live, and hopefully everybody was watching that and not inside the NBA, even though I love inside the NBA, I did catch this on the way home. Shaquille O'Neal said this about Stephen Curry. I'm wondering. not saying I'm just wondering because he's been consistently the best shooter his whole career. I'm wondering is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? Best player? I'm gonna say. Oh, you put him over you? In, in, in the conversation. I'm asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Okay. You yourself Way put better. Steph Curry yes, over you. Yeah, that, this way he's my favorite player. I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him. And he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael. No, I, no, I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay, you know, for all the chiller chatter, is it time to just put him in the conversation? I think, I think, I think he's a. Uh, I'm asking the fans, is it time to you know start putting him in the conversation as well, I'm one of the best players ever? Well, it's a hell of a conversation. It's a hell of a question. I don't know if I'm putting him there as the best player of all time, but hearing that from Shaquille O'Neal, who's one of the most dominant forces I've ever seen in my life, Shaq was a baller. <laughs> And he's watched a lot of great ones. He's played a lot of good, great ones. Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan, Patrick Ewing. The list goes on and on and on. The fact that that question is even raised. Now, some people may scoff at it and say, come on, man. Nobody's better than Jordan. Nobody's better than LeBron. Nobody's better than Will Chamberlain. Nobody's better than Bill Russell. But the fact that Shaq is saying, look, he surpassed me already. And you know how Shaq is. He thinks he's better than everybody. The fact that Shaq said, no, he's he surpassed me. We're talking about a top five player of all time. And he's still doing it at a high level now. I can't wait for Brian and Paulo Alto to call. Because I did see your tweet, buddy, where he said Steph Curry's no longer a star. He was struggling. He's no longer a star. Well, how ridiculous does that sound? I'm optimistic, Bob. No, apparently you're not. Apparently you're not optimistic. Apparently you're pessimistic, right? Look at Stephen Curry. His numbers this year, he's not a star. He's still dropping 28 a game. He's shooting over 46% from the floor, folks. He's shooting 41.6% from the three-point line. 
He's shooting 93.5% from the free throw line. He's dropping four and a half dimes. He's grabbing nearly five rebounds. And on the scouting report, every single night, an opposing team looks at Steph Curry and says, okay, we're going to double, we're going to triple, we may have a quadruple team this guy. We have to get the ball out of his hands. We know they go as Steph Curry goes. And yet he's 35 years old. Against the Boston Celtics, one of the best defensive teams in the league. Knowing that he's going to get doubled, he's going to see Jalen Brown, he's going to see Jason Tatum, he's going to see Derek White, he's going to see all this length and athleticism, he's going to see Mikel Bridges Saturday night, and yet this guy continues to cook. So the fact that Shaq says he's in the best player of all time conversation, wow. Now, I don't think he's the best player of all time. Is he in the conversation? That's up for debate. I mean, I, I, sorry, I don't mean to catch up. Go ahead, there, but, go ahead. You know, he's, he's definitely if you're if you're putting together like that all time starting five, you know, of all the <laughs> greats, like he's absolutely he's in that all time starting five as as your number one point guard, right up there with you know probably him and Jordan are are probably heading that backcourt there. But yeah, I mean, greatest all time. That that's tough because it's just it seems like hard to kind of give him that because I mean, we compare it to a guy like LeBron, just the, the the gravity he has when he goes from team to team and how that he could take a team from that's literally at the bottom of the standings and bring him to the top just by his mere right. presence. That's a whole different conversation there. Maybe I'm getting too in the weeds with right. that. Or... But, I mean, look, I'm looking at some of these comments on YouTube, Ludman, and they're saying, well, the numbers are dropped off a little bit. Well, <laughs> what? He bought that he's putting up numbers that like once upon a time won him an MVP. <laughs> what what drop off there? Oh, oh sorry, no, no. Sorry. He has he's not putting up he's putting up numbers that got him just an MVP, not unanimous MVP. So right. he's gone from unanimous MVP Steph down to right. simply other people are getting votes while he's winning MVP Steph. You know, this segment is sponsored by Golden State Lumber Server to Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com. It just I asked Festus Azili and I asked Monty Poole last night, does it ever get old? Folks, does it ever get hold watching Steph do what he does? When you needed him, five fouls, entering the fourth quarter, down 11, knowing that, boy, if we don't make a push in the first four minutes of this basketball game, we're about to lose and drop a home game and snap our five-game home winning streak. And he just continues to battle. He scrapped defensively, and then he just got cooking offensively. I don't know what Missoula was doing for the Boston Celtics. Al Horford, that was barbecue chicken. You want to dance with me? Go ahead and dance. Let's have this dance. And he got rolling there in that fourth quarter with 13 points. So whoever says he's not clutch, you need to look again, man. I don't know what you're watching. But also, Steph Curry, he had this to say about the youngsters. Like, Trace's two blocks he had, especially the one in the fourth, I think it was, or maybe overtime, I can't remember, one on Jalen. Like, you feel the crowd get into it, and that just gets, you know, everybody hyped up. Um, and then J.K. Steele, the first minute of the overtime, I'm feeding off of the crowd's energy, and those two guys created that, you know, with some spectacular individual plays. So, like I said, everybody who's out there for significant minutes contributed in some way, shape, or form, and it was a gutsy win, to say the least, just because, you know, it looked a little different, you know, with, with Trace and J.K. impacting the game the way they did, you know, me, C.P., Clay, and that final, that final group. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun to watch. How much fun, Warrior fans, did you have watching that closing lineup? Well, I think what made it so fun is it's part of what Steph said there. It did look a little different. We're yeah. used to the big three closing three out, closing things out. And what I say yesterday, Bonte, could the, 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 I think it was the other day, 
the absence of Draymond Green, could that be the start of the new mm. era, the next great era mm. of Warriors basketball? Mm. When you see wins like that, now I'm not saying last night is, you know, when we write the documentary right. about the next great, you know, era of Warriors basketball. Right. I'm not saying it actually started last night. When you hear Steph saying like, yeah, the win was a little bit different last it was. night. It still felt good though, right? And like, it felt fun. It felt good. And it looked different. And you know what? Steve Kerr made stumbled, Steve Kerr made stumbled onto to a spectacular lineup here. Having Trace Jackson Davis protect the rim like that? Now, I don't know if it's going to happen every night. He's going to have his bumps in a row, but this is what we said. We just need to see it. Let the Kamingas, let the Moody's, let the Pajimskis, let the Trace Jackson Davises play through their mistakes, and now they're getting great experience. You're playing against the elite of the elite. You're playing against the Celtics last night on TNT in front of a nationally televised audience against Tatum and Brown, and folks are picking the Celtics to go to the finals, and those two youngsters stood out. Those two youngsters stole the show. So, Stephen Curry, we'll get back to the question about Shaq, whether or not he's the best of all time. But, boy, the fact that Shaq is even saying that. Now, pound for pound, is there anybody better than Stephen Curry? I'll go that route. Pound for pound, not many better. No. But he's again. He's he's up again. Like he's like I said. He's in that automatic starting five. So like yeah, pound for pound. Yeah, there's no one I'd take over him. I mean, wow. He he, the way he could just take over a game. We saw it last night. We've seen we've we've seen that that story play out so many times last night. Mm-hmm. Where Steph just goes completely nuclear, and you're just like you know having giggle fits over just <laughs> how much he's taking over the game, how much he's putting these teams away. This little tiny guy who yep. it seems like people they still want to judge him off the size. Which yeah. again, like how many times does he have to put guys through like Al Horford through right. the blender before we well, realize the size? I mean, sorry, Fitz, I have to disagree with you. The size does not matter here in this situation. <laughs> well, I- I'll say this though. About this lineup, about this lineup and everything that's going on with uh, St- Draymond Green, it may be a blessing in disguise. Because if Draymond Green is playing, we may not see Trace Jackson Davis last night. Think about the Portland game. If they're not down double digits against Portland a couple Wednesdays, a couple Wednesdays ago against the Blazers, you may not see Jonathan Kaminga get this run and get this runway to start and play well and close games. So maybe it's all a blessing in disguise to get these youngsters going here. But Steph Curry definitely appreciates what they're doing. I appreciate all the roasters on hold. Let's get to Jonathan and Hayward. Jonathan, what is happening, my man? Hey, Bonte. Missed you at the gatehouse last night. I know. We were in the studio. Out of all the games to not be at the gatehouse, it was that game last night. It's the Christmas holiday, Jonathan. A lot of people are out, so we were back in the green room. It wasn't bad, though. I like being in the green room. I like both sides of it. But, man, I did miss that energy from the crowd last night. Yeah, and, and it, it was amazing. I, I'll, I'll say, first of all, those, those second and fourth quarters were a crash course in courage, uh, uh, perseverance and a deep mm-hmm. faith in Team 15 strong. And uh, th- they really executed to perfection, especially then in overtime. What a remarkable comeback. I, I did not see that coming. I don't think anybody did. Uh, that was remarkable. Uh, I wanted to start off on a positive note because now I'm going to get to the diciness, which is, yeah, uh, the first and third quarters, of course. Right. Uh, a lot of turnovers, a lot of sloppiness, and I'm looking at the schedule, and you know these next three games should be interesting. But then, you know, I've had this circle for a long time. The Miami Heat are coming Thursday, and uh, they've been playing better as well. You know, mm-hmm. defending Eastern Conference champs, and we haven't won at Chase Center since 2020. Uh, 
but both teams are playing better. This could be a matchup for the uh, and a game for the ages, especially coming off this game. And everybody's so focused on the Nuggets and Christmas Day. Uh, I, I'm psyched for this game. I would have been more worried had the Celtics won. But all of a sudden, I'm, even with the Warriors pulling off the impossible, I'm gaining a, a lot of confidence. Uh, it's, it's been a rough three years, but I yeah. think – this is the year Miami could finally get this. So, <laughs> Jonathan, yeah, I love you, Jonathan. I love you, Jonathan. I love you, Jonathan. Listen, Miami's going to come to town December 28th, but with this team and this roster right now, with all the guys that are out, it's imperative that we take this one game at a time. Let's focus on the Wizards Friday. Then we'll get to the Blazers. Then we'll get to the Nuggets. Then we'll get to Miami. But I am, but that four game stretch, you're right. After the after the Wizards and Blazers this weekend. Warriors have a four-game stretch where they play Denver, Miami, Dallas, and Orlando. And then Denver. So that's five-game stretch, actually. <laughs> Denver, Miami, Dallas, Orlando, and Denver. And you know how I feel about the Orlando Magic and Paulo Bancaro. And Dallas is cooking right now with Luka Doncic, Kyrie. They've got a good squad. Tim Hardaway Jr. is coming off the bench, lighting it up. So let's take it one game at a time. But you know what? At home, at Chase Center, with the confidence growing of TJD, with the confidence growing of Jonathan Kaminga, and the game slowing down for Kaminga. And now you got the confidence of Klay Thompson back. And now you have Klay Thompson back. I got to hear from the Roasters on Klay Thompson. Because when you think about what he's done in this uniform for the Golden State Warriors, and all that, and that's probably what annoys me the most about the whole Klay Thompson conversation. Whether or not he comes off the bench, or starts, or finish, I, I don't really care. But why we can't get behind this guy, out of all players, who has done so much for this region, who's had some of the biggest moments of our sporting lives, whether it's baseball, football, or basketball, or hockey, college football, Clay Thompson has been that dude. And you see what he's done over his last 14 games, nine 20-point nights. He's had four straight 20-point nights. He's shooting over 50% from the three-point line in his last four games. He's shooting over 41% from three over his last 14 games. And he's getting wide open because the spacing is better. The pacing is better. They're moving the rock around. And Jonathan and Hayward talked about the turnovers. They did all that in the first half. Because in the second half, they only turned it over twice and gave up two points off of turnovers. And that benefits a guy like Klay Thompson. And then you see him battling against Jalen Brown on defense. You see him battling against Jason Tatum on defense. How about Klay Thompson? All of a sudden, he's rolling now going into the new year, and he's feeling good. So it's a lot to like with this Golden State Warriors team as you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ, FM, and HG1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app at favorite 95.7 The Game for the best and most up-to-date sports coverage. Do not forget, you could also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log on and search 95.7 The Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. This is a Warriors Wednesday. And it's brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. Let's get back out to the phone lines here. The lines are lit up right now. Let's go to Fernando and Concord. Fernando, what is happening? Good morning to you. You're on the roast. Good morning, fellas. Hey, man. We lit it, man. I just want to <laughs> say, man, last, last night again, bro, it was off the hook, brother. Oh, my goodness. What a game. What a performance. Let me tell you, Steph Curry, brother, he's the GOAT. Even Shaq said it, brother. Yeah. He is the GOAT. And let's not even talk about Clay, man. Let's not even talk about Clay. That man, he is the man. He still got it. And he will. He always has it, brother. I'm just mad. I was there last night. And after Steph made that three, 
Man, I, I thought I lost how, my voice. How, how was that crowd at Chase Center? When did that crowd start going there in Chase Center? Because I was watching on the screen. It felt like midway through the fourth quarter, they started getting louder and louder and louder. When did that place turn up? Bro, the fourth quarter, how does how Steph Curry goes the whole fourth quarter without fouling? <laughs> That's just amazing. So they yeah. just, man, oh, it, I think it's – I think it's one of the best games I ever watched at uh, Chase Center. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, like you said, let's just take it one game at a time, baby. Yep. One game at a time. Yep. It's Liddy. We out here. Yep. Let's go, baby. Warriors all the way, man. Good hey, I just want to say one more thing, brother. Yep. I just want to say as a trucker, want to say thank you so much for your show, bro. You, you guys keep me up. I'm up early in the morning, 3, 4 in the morning. You guys are the reason why I keep my eyes open, bro. <laughs> I appreciate hey, that, Fernando. Drive safely let's out go, there. Warriors. We appreciate all the truck drivers out there listening. I know you guys got a tough job getting up early, driving miles and miles and miles, driving cross country. We appreciate you, Fernando. Keep up the good work out there on the roadways and drive safe and have a happy holiday. Look, man. Look, we got to take a game by game. We talk about the journey, right, with the 49ers all day long. We talked about it since trading camp. Enjoy the journey. But we know it's Super Bowl or bust. Now, the expectations have been altered a bit for this Golden State Warriors team. We've got a lot of youngsters. We've got a lot of guys in and out, a lot of guys slumping. We have no idea where the season's going to go. So I'm definitely, this is a fun, this, this year's fun for me because you can literally take it game by game. And you can watch the growth game by game. As Junior Pacifica, let's get him on the line because he wants to talk about the growth of a certain young player in his third year. Junior Pacifica, what's happening? Hey, hey, awesome. Let me start with a compliment. You know, people getting time with family or time for themselves right now. I really appreciate the uh, skeleton crew you guys got holding it down at 95-7. <laughs> well done. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yes, yes. And Kaminga, oh, my goodness. I've been concerned for him since he joined the Warriors as a person. Because, you know, chasing this dream, he didn't have a normal teenagerhood. He was in a different school, prep Mm -hmm. school. His parents, he didn't see them through his teenage years. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have a normal, like, growing up. Mm -hmm. And uh, last night, I actually saw a grown young man striding the court uh, in one occasion, shouldn't do it all the time, telling Steph and Clay where to position themselves so he could drive to the rim. <laughs> yep. uh, he I know was exactly there what you're with the sideline. He was there with the bench, with the crowd. Um, and I felt good for him as a human being as well as emerging as a basketball player. It's a good point, Junior. And I know exactly what you're talking about. He told Clay to get out the way, and he drove on Jalen Brown and went in for a two-hand jam. And I was like, wow. And then you talk about growth of Kaminga. Now we can talk about his 17 points, and I love the way he rebounded yesterday. Sky high for rebounds, seven rebounds for J.K. He was 8 of 13. But two areas where he needs to grow, and he did last night. Fouling and not turning the ball over. Last night against the Boston Celtics in nearly 34 minutes of action, and he closed that game last night. And there was no doubt he was going to close that game. One turnover, zero fouls. One turnover, zero fouls for Jonathan Kaminga. And he's defending Jalen Brown. And he's defending Jason Tatum. And he's out there scrambling in the fourth quarter telling Steph, yo, switch, get out of here. He's now getting louder with his communication. He's now talking more on defense, offense. He's letting the game come to him. I love when he's in the post because he can finish with the best of them. Now, if you want to nitpick on J.K., he's missing free throws. I know he went 0 for 4 at Portland, 0 for 2 last night, but that'll come. 
the fact that he's aggressive and he's putting pressure on the rim, the Warriors don't have too many guys like this. So the growth of J.K., and I look at two areas, turnovers and fouls. Zero fouls last night, one turnover. And I think this guy was out of the rotation two weeks ago. So J.K.'s now growing. He's playing better. Trace Jackson Davis is getting some run. Clay's hot. Steph is Steph. And now the Warriors have won three in a row and six in a row at Chase Center. They have nine of the next ten at home. Folks, this is becoming fun. How much fun are you having out there? It's the most fun we've had watching Warriors basketball since, what, were they winning a ring the last time? They Absolutely. Had this On the other side, I know we got to get to break, Bonte. I have a couple questions about Trace Jackson Davis. I want to throw ooh, your way. So. Oh, ooh, I like that. And first, we have first, calls. First tease as a as fill-in co-host. All right, I like that. Love him. Doing a hell of a job. Duke and San Bruno. Garbage man, we're going to get to you. Thanks so much for waiting on hold. We're going to get to everybody. The lines are lit up right now because everybody can't get enough of this Warriors team. And it's win last night. Rallying for 17 points to win in overtime against the Celtics. And we're watching the youngsters grow. And the Splash Brothers beat the Splash Brothers. What a night last night at Chase Center. 888-957-9570. Duke, Garbage man, Jay, Susan, Alex. We're going to get to everybody here on the Morning Roast. And that's brought to you by Fremont. Bank, full service banking, no compromises. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.